Welcome to the Bruja Podcast, an original program designed to guide you to the ultimate truth. The power to manifest your best life lies within you. Hi everyone and welcome to 2020. Right now I'm actually recording this on, what's today? 30th? Yeah, December 30th. Um, Monday, so two days before, but I'm already in 2020 energy, 2020 season, just 2020. So if you can't tell from the name already, it's going to be a witchy podcast. For those of you that don't, sorry, let me backtrack. For those of you that don't speak Spanish, um, bruja is the Spanish word for witch. So this basically literally translates to the witch podcast. Um, But I'm Afro-Latina, my parents are Honduran, so I'm using the Spanish version of the word. So yeah, this podcast basically is going to be about astrology, tarot, all of the metaphysics, like all of that type of stuff. Um, Astrology, tarot, numerology, things that I've studied or come across that like really interest me um, and things that I'm also really good at. So I'm actually a tarot reader and um, a self-taught astrologer as well. And the way that the episodes are going to work is that I'm basically going to give a reading. Um, So I don't know anyone else that does that on their podcast. If they do, shout out to them. Um, But yeah, I'm basically going to have a topic already in mind that I've meditated about. But I also pull out cards to see like what messages are out there, you know, for anyone that's uh, listening to this um, and just kind of a general collective And what I think people should know, um, especially for this upcoming year, which is going to be huge, which I'll be talking about in a few. Um, So how this podcast came about was through two friends of mine, Bethany and Alicia, shout out to them. Um, I met them in college and they were doing this like 30 day podcast challenge. And I was like, you know what? Like, why not? Like, why not do it? And Bethany was the one, I believe, who uh, was like, you should do, you know, a witchy podcast and you should call it the Bruja podcast. And I was like, whoa, that sounds really, really cool. Um, You know, I don't feel ready to do this in 30 days. Like, there's no way that I'm in that mindset to do that. I was kind of going through a lot of things at the time. But I was basically like, you know what? That sounds like a really cool idea. Let me kind of brainstorm. So... I'm a very visual person, so I like to kind of do vision boards and brainstorm, and that's kind of how I manifest a lot of the things that have happened in my life um, that are that have been awesome things. So I, you know, entered the the challenge, and I started just kind of like doing some of the. I listened to their episodes, obviously, and by the way, check them out at the Flipped Side Podcast. Um, they've got really cool uh, episodes on there about pop culture and that type of stuff. So. What happened was I started doing like these kind of like images as if I was like uh, branding, you know, episodes, just kind of like thought of like hypothetical things for the podcast. Um, I, you know, I had nothing set in stone and I was starting to share it. You know, they had a Facebook group and all that for the challenge and I started to share it and um, I get a lot of like really great feedback and, um, you know, Bethany, I was uh between bethany and alicia i would share a lot of my ideas but bethany a lot more i would kind of you know like uh bounce some ideas off of her and you know have her just like let me know like what it looked like and 
um, you know, if it seemed interesting, especially aesthetically pleasing, um, you know, as well as informative. And she, you know, was just like, this is a really great idea. So I then shared it with some of my other friends and they liked it too. So I was like, you know what? I have something here. Let me, let me give myself a year. So this, this challenge was done, I think, yeah, in January. Um, so I was like, let me give myself a year to really develop it and to, you know, flush it out, get some inspiration. So I gave myself a timeline, but I really started to really get the groundwork done in like September, October. Um, and basically look at the year ahead, do astrology and see what the forecast was and all that type of stuff, which obviously I'll talk about um, in the episodes, but I'm also going to be kind of like teaching you guys about stuff. So how the episodes are going to work are, uh, basically I already said that I'll be doing a reading. So um, every first of the month, every time there's a new moon and a full moon, and I probably... I'm going to see how this can work, um, but I'll probably also do like a recap at the end of the month, but we'll see how that works out. Uh, but three episodes a month, basically the first, during the new moon, and during the full moon. And during those times, I'll basically be explaining to you the transits in the sky, as well as things that I've meditated on, um, even personal experience of mine, um, you know, being what I call a modern day bruja. Uh, personal experiences and uh how that relates how i've related it to astrology and tarot and just basically teaching you guys and guiding you through how you can use these tools yourself to manifest your best life and when i say that i don't just mean the whole like you know uh what's how can i describe it like the whole love and light like positive vibrate i i really mean like really being happy with yourself really leading a fulfilling life a life that's full of purpose not just it's not that i want to say that people who say love and light are um not deep but you know sometimes in this community um you know there can be some people who kind of gravitate towards one extreme in terms of the spectrums of being a bruja you know just work with light and all that type, that type of stuff and there's some people who you know kind of do some dark stuff um, but I feel like, you know, people should just be balanced in, in, in the middle. So my intention with this podcast is to basically share my own experiences, share what I've learned, how I've learned it. Again, I'm self-taught a lot of these things, um, and the lessons as well. As I said before, 2020 is going to be a huge year. Like astrologically, there are there's just there's a lot going on. Um, with each episode, I'll um, definitely be talking about exactly what's happening that week, um, and you know, with my Instagram post, I'll be doing that too. But 2020 is big now. Numero, like from a numerological perspective 2020 is the year of four and how you get that is you know you just add up the numbers in 2020 the digits two and two or two zero two zero four and four is a number of foundation you know when you think about 
a rectangle, a square, a table. Ideally, you have four lights, you know, when you build a house, four corners. Just it's a it's just a uh, a number of building and of building a firm foundation. It's important to be authentic. Now the other card that I've got two other cards. But the card that came after that, which is why even though it's going to be a really big year and there's a lot going on in the sky. It's also going to be a year of a lot of tests. I mean, any year is a test, of course, but um, I, this year we've got six eclipses. Let me just let me just say that. Let me just put that out there. We've got the six eclipses happening. I can't even remember all of them, but we just had an eclipse a few days ago. Like, well, as I'm recording this, I'm in the middle of eclipse madness. We just had a, ooh, I believe it was a solar eclipse. Um, during the new moon, I have to look at my calendar. Um, and then we have an eclipse coming up on the 10th. It's a lunar eclipse, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'll definitely put that in the Instagram post. I just don't have my notes in front of me right now. Um, so there's a lot of energy. And moving forward, there's also... A lot of energy with Pluto and Pluto is a very deep um, transformative planet Pluto with his mythology and all that comes in and strips away anything that is fake that is inauthentic that doesn't work for you and then it transforms you and there's no escaping that's the reason why uh, I was reading the Queen of Swords the way that I was reading it like standing in your truth, honoring yourself, having integrity. I think that's really what being authentic is, is having that integrity to still be you. So Pluto is doing a lot of things. Uh, Pluto is a generational planet, let me just put that out there. But if you have, and I can put some links down so that you can figure out this, but if you have heavy Pluto aspects in your birth chart, in your astrological chart, if you have if you're Plutonian, if you're Scorpio, like me actually, for example, I'm Scorpio Sun, I'm Scorpio Rising, and I have Pluto in my first house. For those of you that have no idea what that means, you just have to know that that just means intensity upon intensity upon intensity. Um, so I understand Pluto just because I am aware of that in my chart and I've studied um, his mythology and really just how he interacts. And when I say he, um, when I'm calling Pluto he, just know... I'm doing it based on the mythology. Pluto is a a, a god. Uh, hey, he's not death. Uh, the underworld, excuse me. Um, so when I'm referring to any of the planets gender-wise, I'm doing so in regards to how ancient astrology worked and the um, characteristics that were placed on it. But looking forward, the energy is the energy. It's not masculine or feminine. It's just the fact that in mythology, Pluto was a guy. Um, there's a lot of, and there's just a lot happening, especially in Capricorn as well. And that's what part of this reading that I did, you know, I was already meditating on that just because of the fact that, uh, you know, right now as I'm recording and when I'm going to launch, there's, you know, it's Capricorn season and Capricorn season is all about work, 
you know, Capricorn is the sign of diligent work. They're hard workers. Um, some of them, would, some would say that they're workaholics. Um, but just Capricorn, Capricorn's that way. And when I say that, I'm talking about overall the energy of Capricorn. You know, the mythology, the the essence of what a Capricorn is like. Capricorn is the tenth zodiac sign, and the tenth zodiac sign, which also corresponds to the tenth house in astrology, is a sign of, or excuse me, is a house of public recognition. It's a house of your career. Um, it's the house of, you know, once you've done the work of, you know, getting a job or saving, or, you know, making your networks and doing all that, all the things that contribute to creating wealth and not just like monetary, you know, monetary, not just dollars. Um, you know, things that are tangible, uh, things that you can barter with that, you know, abundance. Since it's corresponds to that house, you know, Capricorn is all about working and 2020, I sense is going to be a year. It's, you know, it's the start of a decade. It's the start of a new cycle. Uh, a lot of people are excited for it, um, it's, you know, in terms of my vantage point and what I have seen. And, you know, a new year, usually people anticipate it. Um, so when I was, and all that I just said really relates to what I was just, what I pulled from the cards. It's a big year. It's a year about working hard and building a foundation to ascend. That's why for me, I... I'm calling the year 2020 the year of ascension. And it's not just like, you know, the hokey pokey type of like, you know, transcending or, or reaching some sort of higher state. It's really about taking stock of where you are now, where you've been and your journey forward. Some people, when you think of a journey, they look at it linearly, you know, whether they're looking at it, you know, ascending, climbing the ladder or just moving forward. For me, as long as you're moving forward, that's ascension. That's letting you know from my personal perspective when I'm using that word. I just use the word, especially for dramatic effect. And I like to give people imagery. Um, I think that's really important, especially considering that I'm doing a reading via a podcast. So it's the year of ascension. And one of the first cards that I got, let me get into that. One of the first cards that I got was the Queen of Swords. And the deck that I'm using is the Cat People. It's actually my the very first deck that I've ever read with. I tried to read with the Rider weight, but it didn't work out. Um, I wasn't receptive to um, teaching myself through that deck, and it's a beautiful deck. Um, I'm actually it's on my list to get. Um, but I'm using the Cat People deck, which is the first deck that I ever got. Now, traditionally speaking. Tarot reader, they say, I don't know how true this is, but I've heard it said that they should be gifted a deck. Um, I broke the rules, according to those traditions, um, and I bought myself a tarot deck, which is the cat people, and I bought it because it has cats in it, and I love cats. Unfortunately, I'm allergic to them, but I love them so much, so I really resonate with them. So the Queen of Swords in this card has a, like, a panther kind of cat. 
and um she's got a sword in her hand that points downward and she is just like when when i look at her it's like she's not a person that you want to mess with now when i was seeing that card i was thinking of authenticity um i was thinking back about the last 20 years you know uh, i was born in 92 so in 2000 i was about seven eight years old um and well seven turning eight now that i think about it yeah I was, i'm born in november so um i was seven going on eight and i think about the last 20 years and just the things that have changed especially when it comes to communication the swords suit is all about communication all about your mentality it's about your words it's about um how you think how you learn um it's related to all that type of stuff so seeing this card i don't i'm not usually when you see a court card and by court card i just mean kings um queens knights and pages traditionally speaking um there's some decks that you know that those words might be uh changed but that those are considered court cards and court cards usually correspond to a person but in this case i really got it more just as an overall energy for the year which is really standing in your truth in the card she's standing confidently with her sword so i get the feeling like you know she can slay you but she doesn't have to it's not needed she's confident in herself she's got inner confidence she's got wisdom she's got experience so for many of us especially those who are around my age we've been going through a change in the last 20 years of how we interact how we communicate especially with social media especially with that even this as an example podcast years ago you, know, you had radio shows and things like that but podcasts are now groundbreaking you know people listen to them more um people share their ideas on that you know people can uh, gain knowledge from them. people can communicate their ideas they can talk to people they can make connections how we make connections as well as is something that is very instrumental i believe this year and honestly this upcoming decade and moving forward uh, but we need to take stock of ourselves and how the way in which we communicate mirrors how can i say this when I saw this card and I thought about authenticity, I thought about social media and I thought about how we present ourselves and how it oftentimes isn't always the most authentic, how we don't often talk about things that need to be talked about, how we don't, how we hide. Um, and there's a change that I kind of see occurring. Um, there's a... There's a shift, that's what it is. There's a shift in communication, in connection. And we, each as individuals, need to stand in our own confidence and we need to communicate. Um, what I'm basically saying with the Queen of Swords is we need to stand in our truth as individuals. We need to honor ourselves as individuals. 
it's important to make connections. It's important to share knowledge. But it's also important to be intentional about it. It's important to understand how to maintain that self-awareness while you stand in your truth. There's a conjunction happening with Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn. And there's also a conjunction happening with Jupiter and Pluto in Capricorn. So when I'm telling you that 2020 is a year about work, you can it's an awesome year with a lot of energy, but you've got to put in the work. There's going to be times where that's going to be difficult because the card that I got after the Queen of Swords is Strength in Reverse. The Strength card is part of the Major Arcana in Tarot. Major Arcana are... Oof, I am not remembering right now. Major Arcana are a set of cards. Um, I don't know how many. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but... They're a set of cards that kind of talk to you about points in your life. Like, let's say if I was doing a reading for you and the strength card came out, it refers to a point that's happening in your life that uh, needs direction. Um, it can also refer to an astrological, like if it's a person, it can refer to their astrological sign. And strength refers to Leo, but in reverse, I tend to read it as the opposite sometimes, or as the negative qualities of Leo. Um, but reading it in reverse means reading it as the opposite of the sign that it is. So it being in Leo, I read it as Aquarius sometimes. And combining strength in reverse with the Queen of Swords, I think is a really interesting combo to have for this year. Because the swords refer to communication, like I said, and, um words, your mind. In astrology, there are four different elements. And the air elements are corresponded to, you know, your mental state, how you communicate, how uh, you think, how you learn. So when I see it with strength in reverse, and I'm reading it as Aquarius, Aquarius is also an air sign. So there's a lot of communication happening a lot of connection happening but Aquarius is the sign of humanity the collective Aquarius um, funny enough out of all of the signs in the zodiac there are two that baffle me the most and when I say baffle me they're just very mysterious to me the first sign is Virgo and the other one is Aquarius and it's kind of funny because my boyfriend's an Aquarius so um, there are times where uh, you know he'll make a joke um, he doesn't really subscribe to astrology, but he respects, you know, what I do. And sometimes he'll make a joke about, uh, you know, the qualities that he knows about his air sign. Or about him being an Aquarius. So, um, you know, I've done uh, my homework to study them a lot more. Um, but Aquarius is about the collective. It's about, it's right before Pisces. And Pisces is the... It's not a, a shade or a drag, it's just known as a martyr sign sometimes. Sometimes Pisces can sacrifice themselves and, um, you know, for the greater good, if you want to look at it that way. Um, but Aquarius is right before that. Aquarius is the one that goes from Capricorn, which is, you know, boss mode, into 
thinking about how to share that wealth, how to help mankind. Pisces is kind of, you know, the transcendent sign right after that. So with Aquarius, I it's the 11th sign. So as I was talking about Capricorn earlier and saying that it was the 10th sign, the 11th sign refers to social networks. It can refer to the internet as well. Um, so social networks like Facebook, um, Instagram, LinkedIn, anything that you can socialize in groups with, you know, not just the internet, but also like organizations. So why I say that 2020 is big in terms of communicating is because I saw that and I thought of social media and you know I kind of thought about how we use social media how sometimes we don't stand in our truth and how we need to be more authentic how that ties all together and the reason why I say all of that is because the final card that I got I had asked what the advice was um I tend to use the word spirit so I tend to say like you know spirit what's your advice that's kind of my name for the force that we can't really see um but that's around us and it gave me the ten of cups which is a card about emotional fulfillment the cups suit is about emotions relationships it can be about creative projects too but usually when i read it i think of emotional fulfillment and especially um in combination with these other two cards and kind of how i'm already reading it again taking stock of where you've been where you are and where you're going as you think about how you ascend as you think about how you move forward wherever you are in your life you know whatever's happening really having this doesn't sound so cliche um an attitude of gratitude and what that means is really looking back at your life and what you've done and being grateful for some of the great things that have happened as well as looking at some of the lessons you've learned as well as looking at where you can give yourself credit i think there are a lot of us and i'm one of those people i absolutely do this where i'm so hard on myself like i'm really 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 hard on myself i have a perfectionist mindset um i can just imagine right now that after i go and edit this episode i'm gonna drive myself nuts because i'm a perfectionist but i've had to actually learn and a side note it took me a while to record this podcast and the reason why it did was because I kept having like this energy and you know I, I know in my horoscope why that is because I was actually looking at it during the month of December and just thinking to myself like oof you know take it easy but um I was really meditating um on just some things that I, I went through I actually had my very first corporate job from uh, 2017? No. Oof. 2018 to 2019. God, my years are messed up. And, you know, it was uh, it was an amazing experience. I learned a lot. Like, I learned a lot. 
and I got to be creative. I got to really flex my creative muscles and stretch myself in ways that I just, I, things that I didn't know I could do, I learned that I could do. Um, but there were other lessons there. It was really difficult. Um, it was a really difficult um, transition because I had two bosses. And I was also going through some issues with, you know, housing. Um, and, you know, being in New York City, uh, if you don't have a secure place to stay, it really sucks. So, I was going through a lot at the time and um, it, the job didn't work out. It wasn't, it wasn't a good fit uh, for either me nor them. And it took, I had to give myself some time to kind of go through the anger. You know, I had a lot of anger at myself more than anything. Again, I'm a perfectionist. Whenever I fail at something or something doesn't work out, I get really um, upset. So, at myself. Um, so, in doing this podcast, I had kind of written down some of the episodes, but I was also going through a period of taking stock, which relates to the Ten of Cups, um, by revamping my resume. I was on LinkedIn and I was, um, you know, doing some editing, kind of thinking about where I want to be, um, you know, in the next year, in the next few years, what I want to do, what I want to accomplish. And being an artist, you know, I have a lot of creative ideas and, you know, sometimes getting them off the ground or actually really out of the sky onto the ground to build it can be hard. Um, so in revamping my resume, I was really starting to see where I kind of wasn't paying attention, like where I wasn't giving myself credit for the things that I could do, the things that I had accomplished. I was so focused on the negative. And so the Ten of Cups is about being emotionally filled, being filled to the point where you have confidence. And it's not like the mental confidence of like, the Queen of Swords has that mental confidence where she can communicate, where she can talk. The Ten of Cups, the person that in the card, they're just, they're fulfilled. You know, they don't have to say anything. Like they're, they've got their cats with them, you know, um, in the card, uh, the way that it looks, is it's almost like, I really like how this deck is, is made and I'm gonna take a photo and show you guys. But, you know, he's got these cups that are filled with like these, I don't know, these like colorful looking beads or pebbles. It kind of looks like candy actually. Um, anyway, and he's looking down, but it's not like he's looking down that he's sad or he's depressed or um, unhappy. No, he's he's fulfilled. He's content. You know, he's got this feeling of contentment. You know, he's good. So I think it's important this year in being authentic to also make sure you're good. Make sure emotionally you're good. Make sure that you honor yourself. Make sure that you take stock of where you are. You know, it, being in New York City, living in New York City, things move fast. Things move really, really fast. Um, I get anxiety sometimes just going outside because it's just so quick and I'm born and raised here. But you know, the last 20 years have just been, like things have just changed so much. You know, just seeing how technology has taken over, seeing how the world is changing, you know, I've also got gentrification right outside my window, um, just seeing all of the changes, 
really kind of puts you in like this whirlwind, this kind of, I don't know, this like storm. So it, it's really important to have an anchor and to, to really make sure you're, you're all right. Make sure you're good. Honor yourself. Um, you know, go with your gut if something doesn't feel right. If, you know, you don't feel well and, you know, you got to say no to something. Honor your body. You know, just make sure that you're taking care of you. My mom used to tell me something, and I think she got it from the Bible, but she used to say that your body's a temple. Or mm, she still, she still says that. She just doesn't say it as much. But um, I grew up with that, and I kind of think about that when I look at this card. You know, you are a temple. You are sacred. You are divine. You have to make sure you're good. So again, I keep saying it, but 2020 is going to be huge. It's going to be big. There's a lot of cosmic stuff going on, a lot of planetary activity. I'm excited. I mean, like, I, you know, I have anticipation, of course. Um, You know, a little nervous, a little nervous. I got some things going on in my own chart that I'm just like, ooh, like, that's interesting. But, oof, you know, got to put in the work. Um... But I'm excited. I just, I really am. And I'm excited to see what everyone's growth is like. You know, what happens with the world. Be sure to check out my Instagram page. The Booker Podcast. Where I'll basically be recapping the episodes. And sharing with you the planetary sky. You know, trends, what's going on. Um, and my personal page. Which will be public. Um, Boss Babe Bruja. Which will be showing more of the personal side of what I do with astrology, tarot um, you know, you guys can chat with me on there about your own personal journey too and you know, how you use astrology in your own life, how you use tarot or if you're new to it you know, what you're excited about or you know, questions that you have anything that you guys want me to talk about also on the podcast you can be sure to let me know there too um, I'm really open and receptive and this podcast was created to guide you guys to talk about what I've been through to share with you my knowledge as far as what I've learned and what I've seen and experienced and just to guide you guys to to learn this because I was self-taught I learned when my mom gave me a book about being a Scorpio and I was hooked um yeah she gave me that book when I was like eight years old and I said it on my own I was able to do it and I think that it's awesome that we have more people into it we have schools of astrology now that are you know people can really access if they want you know if they would like to you know if they want to go down that route i'm excited about how we move forward about how you know we move as a collective especially now that we're so much more connected you know there's just so much more potential so much more opportunity um i'm just excited to see what we do with it um, and also, you know, to see what the lessons are, too. Just to see how we grow. And it's a new decade, which I find really, really exciting. I don't know, like, t- 2000 up to 2020 was just a blur for me. And I was really young to remember 2000. So 2020 is just really exciting for me, personally. And I just have also a lot of friends who are doing great things that, um, 
you know, I'm excited to share, you know, when the time comes. So there's also the ability to learn on your own if you'd like. And that's pretty much how I learned astrology. Um, so in future episodes, I'm definitely going to be sharing. I'm going to get my mind way more organized. But I'm going to be sharing YouTube channels. And um, if you're more of an Instagram person, pages, even memes. Like, I love astrology memes. I think that's an awesome way to learn astrology. Um, so I'll be sharing that as well. Help you guys learn how to manifest and what to do during full moon works. Um, not what you should stay away from, but what might not have as much power. But again, everyone has got their own individual journey. And I'm excited to see what everyone's journey is like. So thank you for listening. And I'll see you guys next time on the Blue Cup Podcast. So stay tuned. The next episode will be dropping on January 10th. And that is going to be when we have a full moon in Cancer. And I'm really excited because this is a lunar eclipse, as I mentioned. You know, we just had a solar eclipse. And the next episode is going to happen during a full moon lunar eclipse, which is hella exciting. I'm going to talk about in some posts on Instagram what you can do during this time, how you can manifest it. 